Sebastian for the Metal Gods Meltdown. And today I am joined by Joe Katie of uh, Finality. It's going to be chatting to you this evening. Your debut album gets released in the first week of May. Can you tell us about the ideas and inspirations behind this masterpiece? Uh, sure, man. Uh, Technoxy came about um, probably about almost four years ago. We started putting together this band. Um, uh, so basically, I worked for uh, our singers and our other guitar players band as a road tech and a tour manager. Uh, their band was Battlecross. Yeah. And uh, so when the band started ramping down, I started finally getting more time. So I started putting together a band and um, I was able to talk them into joining up. And uh, from there, we just kind of, um, you know, took it one step of a time and tried to uh, uh, create, you know, something, something that uh, isn't, what they would normally do but something that i guess i would normally do um and then technology just kind of opened up from there uh started off with just like a uh uh an idea from our drummer he came up with the name out of nowhere and then we kind of built the whole record around that like the imagery and stuff but all the songs are it's not a concept or anything so all the songs are a little bit different tony has a really good uh uh grasp on how he's presenting his his self lyrically um you know, we're playing a lot of uh, heavier, faster stuff, but he tends to put a lot of positivity into the mm -hmm. into the lyrics, which is is, is really cool the way he does that. So, um, I mean, that's the the long and short of it in in five seconds, I guess. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we'll talk a bit about Battlecross in a minute. Um, yep. But a bit of a Battlecross fan, to be honest with you, and I, I caught you guy. I caught the band in Newcastle about five years or six years ago, supporting Trivium, and yep. I think. Was it in flames as well? Maybe I can't remember. That uh, was Trivium. Trivium. Was AI, maybe. I know they went over that with Trivium. Was it. And, and that was AI. it. Yep. Yeah, that was it. Fantastic. So we interviewed uh, Gumby on the tour bus. Nice. It was a nice <laughs> bus, mate. It was a nice bus. And it was yeah. A cool interview. Yeah, yeah. All right. So carrying on with this band, though. Yep. Um, so it's a couple of weeks now for the release. When did you have the album finished? And have you had has the album been affected because of covid and all that bullshit that's been going on yeah so um we actually started tracking the drums in uh january of 2020 right before the world ended <laughs> and uh so we went in and we were just kind of on a budget type you know this was just kind of a side project for fun so we went into a friend's studio we tracked the drums and i had this lofty goal of I'm going to have this thing done by, uh, you know, by September, October, or, you know, October of 2020. And uh, a month later, uh, the world ended, <laughs> which, uh, you know, it was kind of rocky at first. We were trying to hammer as much of it out as we possibly could. And then when we realized that shit isn't changing anytime soon and live shows aren't coming back, it didn't make sense to rush finishing the record, yeah. um, which is a good thing because, uh it ended up taking a huge toll on me physically and mentally because I took on the entire production from the, from the engineering to the production side, to mixing, mastering the whole work. So there's plenty of metal mental breakdowns and <laughs> other things like that, but it took about, you know, over the course of the, of, of uh, 2020 to 2020 end of 2022, I think we started right. mixing. So, um, right. but we took our time just to make sure it was done right, which was good. I so was, that was the one good thing that came out of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I've sort of like a lot of musicians have said like through the pandemic, some have already got like album number two, album number three written. Is that the same for you? 
Nope. No, nope. we're, I was so focused on this record that I wasn't able to write. We actually just started writing for album two right now. So okay. um, I tend to kind of lead the the riffs and things like that and move everything forward. And then the guys will uh, start to uh, take my stuff and make it suck a lot less so that we can present <laughs> something that's pretty good. <laughs> cool. So on release day, are you going to be having a release party? And if you do, would you live stream it? So, yes, we are. So uh, on May 5th, the album Technocracy is released. And on May 6th, we're going to be at the Token Lounge in Westland, which is kind of like our second home. I've been playing there since I was probably 13, 14 years old. Uh Um, So nice club. Um, We haven't uh, we haven't agreed on anything with live streaming yet. Um, I got to run that by the club owner and things like that. Uh, If we don't, I'm sure we're going to have some live clips up afterwards for sure um i would love to live stream the whole show because all four bands on the bill are just phenomenal phenomenal bands uh we got salvation's end which is like uh uh if you take judas priest and mix it with nevermore um it's phenomenal we got uh among these ashes which used to be our sister project myself and huron were involved in that's more of like a a real ice earth style power thrash and then uh, imminent sonic's destruction which is they're just like they're progressive metal, but without the freaking uh, pretentious bullshit. You know, you actually have good songs that you can listen to, and I have to worry about them wanking all the time. So yeah, man, I know exactly yeah. what you're saying, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Okay, so what formats will the album be released on? Is it going to be on LP on vinyl? I wish. Right now, it's on CD. Um, so we got CD, and then of course digital streaming everywhere possible. So. Uh, my goal is to hopefully do a vinyl. I haven't decided whether we want to do a, you know, like a funding campaign for that or just kind of sit back and see if anybody wants to release that on our own, on their own, on their end and handle that. Um, that kind of is what happened with a- Among These Ashes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would really like that. So if we do, it'd probably be with the delays and stuff, it probably wouldn't be until next year or so. Right. Um, the one thing is, it's like we're just over the single LP time limit so i'd have yeah. to do a double lp which again doubles the price and so cool. we're trying to and i don't really want to cut songs so it's going to be a, a a compromise or give or take there okay well that definitely deserves to be on vinyl the artwork's stunning um and make quite an interesting tattoo don't you think would you have yes. that <laughs> yes sir so i've got it's actually funny on this arm that was my first band that i started everything and went all over the world with Right. Uh, well, all over America with, and then I have a battle cross logo on my left shoulder right. um, from uh, going around the country yeah. in South America with them. So I got to get the finality one somewhere on there. It's right. either going to be the uh, the character that Jason. So Jason Cessna is the artist who who pulled the artwork together for us. He's mm-hmm. out of the uh, band Astral Born. So right. um, definitely want it marked on me somewhere. <laughs> definitely, mate. You should do. Yeah. Um, so. As you know, the whole world sort of reawoken and so many bands are out on tour now. It's going to be quite hard, I'm guessing, to get booked up for festivals and tours. I mean, how how's that happening for you guys? Uh, because we're a fresh band, we're we're not, um, you know, we're not signed, of course. We're doing this all independently. We don't have the same ins that we normally had with the Battlecross guys. So we're just kind of playing it by ear. If th- something's offered, we'll do it. Um, I've put a couple, uh, you know, press kits out there to see if I can get onto some, but nothing's really bitten yet. Um, Battlecross had to slow down and, 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 and take a infinite hiatus because of everybody's life kind of getting out of hand and they got to kind of, you know, Tony's got three kids now, uh, Huron's actually stepping away after this show, Huron's actually leaving our band as well, Uh stepping, stepping out of music to just 
try to figure out what life is without it <laughs> because he's been doing it for so long. Yeah. Um, so the touring aspect probably isn't in the cards, but mm -hmm. I'm not never saying never, you know, if we can pull together some mini runs here and there, or we get a couple good offers that get us say a good offer that gets us over to Europe, there's no way, you know, and hell, I'm not going to try to take advantage of that and do a few shows and try to spread ourselves out out there. Um, it's the ultimate goal. <laughs> so, so yeah, obviously, I was going to start to ask you about Battlecross. I mean, so you were the roadie with them. You weren't actually. You've never played on stage with Battlecross. No. I did. I did play on stage with them. So, right. um, yeah. So I uh, I started off as just the merch guy. Um, my my uh, guitar shop was kind of closing down, and merch guy and doing guitar tech. I build guitars on the side, right. um, and uh, I quickly kind of uh, realized that they're doing way too much themselves. So I started taking on more and more and more. So I became tour managing. I became merch. I became the guitar tech. And then uh, it was, I think, 2015, uh, Huron had came out of nowhere. He calls me up. He's like, I'd been off the road for a little while because life happened to me. And mm. he calls me up and he says, hey, you know, uh, we got a show in Columbia. Uh, you know, I'd like to see if you can do that for me because I'm going to be at my brother's wedding. And I'm like, yeah, it shouldn't be a problem. So South America, we leave it or not South America. I was like, so uh south carolina right and he's like oh no no south america and i'm like oh we're going <laughs> to bogota <laughs> and uh wow. so that was my first show filling in for someone from battlecross and then i'm um, not more than two months later about a month later tony had asked me hey uh my my kid's gonna be born at that time and i can't do the first half of the guar run and so i just turned around learned all his parts and then i did uh half of uh, a half of the two leg tour with guar so i played like 20 some odd dates on that run which was an ultimate uh uh goal of mine since i was a kid is to play the same stage as guar so that was that was uh, phenomenal and then i got to yeah. hang out with the guys you know i got real close to them it's great best thing ever <laughs> funny man before i even toured with them i'd already saw them over 25 times from yeah. 1994 on so it was like you know i've been covered in blue i've come home green i've come home <laughs> red blue and green <laughs> Oh, awesome man. love Absolutely. it <laughs> all right so this is sort of you've sort of answered this question there really you've toured and obviously worked and shared stages then with some massive names so which three bands would be your ultimate bands then to take out on tour with you if you could go out on tour with finality you know if we could get out on the road with finality uh you know it would be awesome to link up and you know i would i would kill to open up for someone say like uh um, I would love to say Ice Earth, but John ain't getting shit done anymore because of his, his <laughs> issues. So um, the next step would end up being like a blind guardian, you know, it would be a, a dream of mine to kind of follow around and, and play with Halloween or Gamma Ray. I think we'd fit in well. Um, you know, if we were to pull off our own little, like uh, our own little thing together, it would probably be with those same bands who were on our, uh, on our CD release, probably Salvation Zen, Among These Ashes, and uh, Innocent Destruction. Or our uh, friends in Crimson Shadows out of Canada, phenomenal band. Love those guys as well. We'd fit in well with them. <laughs> cool. So actually, I did that question wrong. This was the one that should have been next. <laughs> uh, with Battle Cross, rather, what would you say was your best memory? Uh, I'm guessing Gwar. Uh, you know that that was probably my best memory was being able to get up there and play. Um, but honestly, it, it, it was the way. It's not really the the memory per se. It was the 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 bond that we all created, you know, between me, Tony, here on Gumby, Don, and and Brian and Alex and Mike, all the drummers. <laughs> um, <laughs> we went out there and such. Uh, on such a shoestring budget, we had to make things happen, and we made yeah. we moved 
we moved worlds to make some of these tours happen. You know, we've had buses mm-hmm. fall, fall apart on lose brakes down the sides of mountains to where we have to go and rent three or four vehicles just to get to the next show on a festival tour that has 10, 12 hour drives each night. Wow. That shit is what I think I will take away from it because it pulled us all together. And now I'm closer to the guys in Battlecross than I am with most of my family um, because right. of that. It's like we came out of war together. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be my my best memory of it. Just the their memory or thing of it, just getting that bond with those guys and now being able to have them in this project is, is you know, a dream come true. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. So for people, the uninitiated then, what can people expect from your band and the album? So a little bit of everything. So uh, the band was thrown together as not as a, you know, power or thrash metal band per se, because I hate being labeled into the genre, you know, areas. So um, (laughs) our drummer is a huge death metal fan. So that's why you're going to hear a lot of double bass. You can hear a lot of blast beats that are like, wait, why is there a blast beat in this? Because that's his style. I'm not going to stop him from, from playing how he wants to play. Um, We have stuff from, from power metal, big soaring epic vocals and fast lines. And we have clean things and and that, you know, classic John Schaefer style uh, staccato picking and stuff. So just an aggressive, you know, heavy metal record. That's, that's what, what to expect, honestly, all clean vocals. Um, you know, that wasn't really a uh, mandate. It was just how Tony felt when he came into the project, he was taking over for uh, JP Abood, who's in among these asses and uh, he was in gatekeeper and traveler. Um, he was in too many bands. That's why he had to, <laughs> I had to move someone else in, but yeah. t- he had a lot of aggressive vocals in our stuff because he was doing something different. And when Tony came in, he made that conscious, uh, decision. I just, I just want to do clean vocals and, uh, we just let him run with it. And I mean, the, the tracks he submitted, I, I wish I could have mixed them even better because man, he was doing doubles and triples and four part harmonies. It's like, we none of us knew he had that voice. We knew he sang because he sang in Battlecross when they first started, right. but it was a James Hatfield barking type thing. I never knew he had that in him. So um, okay. that's the big takeaway, I think, is, is the vocals, Tony's performance on this record. And then John, our, our lead guitar player, his solos, um, I think he really kind of went out of his way to uh, to make him tasteful where he can go ahead and wank and go nuts with it, but try to keep it to where it's memorable rather than how many thousand notes can we play in this one measure. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. All right. And so next question, then. if there's a thrash metal song about yourself, what would it be called? A thrash metal song about yourself. About what? About myself? You. you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it'd be like a DRI song or something, you know, ultimate fuck up <laughs> because that's a story of my life. I kind of yeah. fuck up and then pick up the pieces and go ahead and fuck up again. <laughs> yeah. Know that feeling. <laughs> Absolutely. I really do, man. All right. Um, so you mentioned Metallica. So I'm going to have to briefly ask you, have you listened to their new album? Are you interested? Where are you interested? So, yeah, I have uh, the vinyl arrived yesterday. Um, right. It's in a pile right now because I got the sentence box set as well. So I'm trying to get through all eight, nine, nine of those records. Right. Um, but I have listened to three of the songs on it and I'm I'm happy with it. You know, cool. a lot of people will shit on Metallica because they change their style. They're doing whatever they think. Oh, they need to hang it up. It's like the way I look at it is a if they still want to do it, then they can fucking do whatever they want. They're they yeah. they've earned that right. B, their machine is so massive. Mm-hmm. If they just gave it up, there's there's a, a a bus or two load of people who are just gonna be jobless after that or have to find something else. So they got a right. whole economy built around them. Yeah. And 
honestly, if I'm 60 plus years old and still writing riffs like that, fuck off. I'm good with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, James, that's true. Yeah, man, that's true. Absolutely. Yeah. James's right hand is still better than everybody's out there. I don't care, yeah. you know, who you put him up against, you know, and I'm yeah. sure it's about any guitarist will probably say that. Yeah, fucking fucking Metallica. I'm sick of him. God damn it. James's hand. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant all right so if there was a song from the album to play to me to introduce me to finality which one would you choose that's not been released already or um you know so that was kind of a thing we all banged our heads against the wall when we originally put out the two singles um yeah. you know uh i would say the video revelation but honestly i think uh i think there's some better stuff uh that is not coming out world fell apart is a is kind of a special song because my old band curse attorney um it was written by the lead guitarist from that band who passed away a few years back right um, so i was able to finally finalize that vision onto a record of his last song basically mm -hmm. and the meaning of the song the way it's delivered it's more of like a rocking uh thrash song rather than just a, a big soaring one and i think that would be i think a head turner you know if you're going to grab yeah. the record and you're looking for something catchy pop song seven in and this world right. fell apart <laughs> awesome all right man so that's like a quick fire round so it's five questions either or either so the first one is festival or small intimate gig best festival or small intimate um i like doing the small intimate gigs you know when you got 100 people or even sometimes less they're just more in your face mm -hmm. <laughs> all right so this one might be a bit contentious depending where you sit budweiser right because that's all in the news over here yeah or or water so i am now sober for a little over a year and a half so well i'd done. have to go with water but if i Pretty had much. to go back to it nice congrats if yeah. i had to go back to it i'd say coors light yeah. <laughs> saint are you a saint or a sinner ah, a little both you know um yeah. i tend to be i tend to lean a little bit more of the saint. i like to do the right thing but man there's sometimes you just got to do the wrong thing because it's just fun <laughs> absolutely um next one is vinyl or digital now vinyl i am a newly converted vinyl as about a year and a half ago <laughs> <laughs> and the final one is oh no is that the final? Yeah, it's the final one. um joe biden or kermit the frog kermit the frog just because like, you could say any fucking u.s president there and i'd still say kermit the frog they're all fucking corrupt pieces of shit fuck them all <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it, mate. I love the fact that I've seen your cat walking around. Usually my cats make an appearance. Uh, so cool. I'm, I'm surprised <laughs> he hasn't got up on the on the desk yet. He usually whenever yeah. I'm talking, he needs to be right in front of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, right, thank you so much for your time. Do you have any final words for your fans, our viewers and listeners? You know, I'm just uh, I'm happy that that the people have found the, the two songs that are out already. And there's a uh, pretty you know big group of people waiting to hear the whole record um i got to make a record with some of my best friends and i hope it comes across as that uh when you listen to it you know and and who knows what's next but something's going to happen.